Hello, everyone. It's been so long since I first heard that Disney was making a Jungle Cruise movie. And as former world-famous Jungle Cruise skippers, my friend Jill and I made every effort to see the film on opening weekend. In this podcast, we share the ins and outs of the Jungle Cruise attraction, our absolute love of the movie, and our favorite jokes from the ride. However, for some reason, we totally forgot to mention the quintessential joke that always made my heart so happy. The one that confuses and delights vacationers all over the world. The joke that deserves to be on a t-shirt. Get out your cameras, people. It's the backside of water. Chant it with me. O-2-H. 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 Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 226 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm bouncing up and down because I'm here with my <laughs> friend, Jill, who is a world-famous Jungle Cruise skipper just like me. Hello, Jill. Hi. I want to tell you that no less than 47,000 people have <laughs> messaged me to say, when are you and Jill going to do a podcast about the Jungle Cruise? I can't believe it's been so long. Did y'all go see it? And I was like, uh, yeah. And so then they wanted me to um, badger you into doing it. And I did. I you successfully did. did. Yay. Why don't you tell people how we got to Disney and how we became, how you became a world famous <laughs> Jungle Cruise skipper and then prayed hard enough to the Lord and I got <laughs> over there too. Well, yes. So I, I mean, I think that it had been a long time coming that I'd wanted to do something with Disney and mm-hmm. didn't really know about this college program until I think you are the one mm-hmm. that told me about it. Oh, you had knee surgery. Right. You needed a ride. That's what right. it was. Okay. So Lindsay needed a ride to wherever the interview was happening. And we were seniors in college mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe rules have changed now, but at the time, as long as you interviewed as an undergrad, you qualified for the under, I mean, for the college program. Yes. So you needed a ride. And I just sort of decided, well, I can give you a ride and I think I'll go ahead and interview for this deal too. Mm-hmm. It sounded super fun. And so we went and interviewed and it was like an auditorium. I mean, we were yeah. just it's like sitting in a auditorium and you just like picked a row or there was yeah. a row where you just went and interviewed with a person. And I had heard through the grapevine and what I'd read that there were a variety of jobs like selling ponchos at the poncho cart and (laughs) picking up trash with your little sweeper thing and all kinds of things like that. And then working the rides, you know, pushing the stop, start, whatever. And then there were, were there two Lindsay or three rides that have a spiel, a speaking part? Two. It was Jungle Cruise and the great movie ride. Great movie ride. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I wanted one of those jobs. And so in my interview, I wouldn't call it begging, but I did strongly advocate for myself. 
<laughs> and just said in one of, you know, answering one of my questions that I can memorize anything. I am not afraid of a microphone. Put me in front of an audience and I will shine. And, and I did. I got the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> and then my sweet friend, Lindsay. <laughs> Didn't. I didn't get the Nolan Cruise. <laughs> and, and upon reflection, I believe I know what shot me in the foot um, later mm-hmm. is that when I had an interviewing 101 class and one, the first thing we had to learn as my senior year was if someone asks you the question or the statement, tell me about yourself, you have to be able to answer it. And yeah. Where do you start? Do you start where you came from or where you were born or in high school? Where do you start? And so we had to memorize it. And I had that. And that's the first thing they asked me. Tell me about yourself. So I was able to go. And then I ended it with, and I would love to be Tinkerbell flying over the magic kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) Not knowing that anybody can be Tinkerbell if you just pay enough money. But I... I think in I I I inadvertently subconsciously put into their minds. Well, she would like to be in fantasy land, and I oh. ended up there. And it is, I mean, attractions were a big deal. You and I both wanted to be in attractions, but uh-huh. it's very different when you're at Snow White <laughs> and you're saying, "How many row one? How many row two? And then you push a button. That's true. Ugh, very so different. you were you were in the jungle and I was in fantasy hell as I like to call it yes. and I'm gonna love fantasy land but you don't want to work there and somehow some way you were able to convince people on your side to let me over and I was able to convince people on my side to let me go because I was so miserable and I thought I can't do this for six months yeah and they never at the nope. time, they did not transfer people. Nope. But I'll tell you, I don't know where Allison or Michael are nowadays, <laughs> mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was Allison and Michael, like our supervisor at the ride and yep. the area and, supervisor. Yeah, the adventure land guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was and awesome. They were who got you there, I That's believe. That's right. And Javier. And Javier. Javier. <laughs> Javi was our boy. Javi was our boy. And and Geoff, remember Geoff? Yes, G E O F F. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I remember. They loved us. So funny. Most people do. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we certainly did force ourselves on them. (laughs) I think we um, have an effervescent personality, especially Mm -hmm. back then in 1998, but also. There is a certain, it might bug people, but there is a certain charm about a Southern accent as well. And we had that in spades. Maybe you I, did. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you were cute with your little accent. <laughs> I lose it in Houston, but when I go back to East Texas, I just oh, I you slide, slide right slide, back into that. Slide back. I've said this so many times, but at my old job, Bill, I would come in on Monday and we'd have our Monday morning meeting. And Bill would go, "Did you go to home this weekend?" And I was like, "Yeah. How did you know, Bill?" Make everything three syllables long. Anyway, so the jungle. I will say this is not just because Jill and I are both world famous Jungle Cruise skippers. Sure. Everybody in Magic Kingdom in the time we were there wanted to work 
at either if you're in Magic Kingdom wanted to work at either the Jungle Cruise or Pirates of the Caribbean. Would you agree with that statement? I think I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I it's just my bias towards that area anyway, but it seemed like it. It seemed like, oh, you get to work at the Jungle Cruise. How'd you get that gig? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. One of my favorite things about the Jungle Cruise, too, is we have this, how thick do you think our spiel was in pages that oh. we had to learn? Do you think it was 50 pages? No. What? Do you think so? I don't know. I don't think it was that long. No. How long, how long do you it think was it was? long, though. I don't know. 25? I was going to say 10. Does that, is that <laughs> underwhelming? It's so <laughs> underwhelming. It was way more than We memorized a pamphlet. It was nothing. (laughs) It was it was way more than ten. In my scrapbook, it's let's see, one, two, three. (laughs) Here's the thing that most people I would say don't know is that whenever you're going through the different parts of the jungle cruise, the purpose is for the crew or the people on the boat, not the crew, the passengers or the people on the boat to laugh at puns. Yes. It's total dad jokes. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be dry and kind of like, oh, roll your eyes, but in a giggly kind of way. Yeah. And 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 there are little sections where in the spiel it would say, you can say this joke, this joke, or this joke. They would give you choices. Yeah. Or you could say all three. Yeah. Or four or whatever. But there was a rumor. Do you remember this? That if Imagineers rode your boat and you didn't follow the spill, you could be fired on the spot. Yes. I do remember that. And I'm a rule follower. So I basically spent my five months at Disney (laughs) with a minor upset stomach. (laughs) I was real nervous about getting totally busted because I also didn't even as a rule follower stick to my stick to the scripted spiel we no skipper did i don't care i don't care what they say now everybody went and made up their own little things or just stole from each other you know total off book yes yeah i would ride other skippers rides to get ideas (laughs) me too i remember this one kid he was awful he never ever ever followed the spiel and there's this part where you go through this cave and you're not supposed to say anything Mm -hmm. because it's echoey Mm -hmm. and he would whistle it's a small world as as (laughs) (laughs) i think that's funny It's hilarious, but that's not in the spiel. But, you know, he was a summer, he was a summer college program kid. He didn't care if he got booted out. So it was, it was, I don't know. It was just really, it was really fun. Do you remember how long it took from beginning to end to get through on your boat? No, Lindsay, I have the world's (laughs) worst memory. I don't remember. A long time. I fell asleep one time. I'll admit it. <laughs> it was I want to say it's like between 17 and 20 minutes to get through the whole thing if you're Is not having long? to yeah if you're not having to slow down and and wait because my we guess were, was 13 minutes. Mm, I don't know well, why, I don't know I mean, why that number popped in my head. Maybe if you go f- fast through it you could. There there are people don't realize this either how many boats are actually mm-hmm. on the Jungle Cruise. And so depending on how 
how the park is at capacity, you could have them all out there. You could have none of them out there. It's mm-hmm. they, they try to be super duper efficient by getting as many people on and off as quickly as possible and as safely as possible. But there, there are times whenever you just said, I fell asleep, people are thinking, well, how did you do that? That seems rude. No, there are times <laughs> when it's at night and maybe the parade is going on or fireworks are going on and nobody's riding the boat. And so they'll just say, they'll send a boat without anybody in it. Yeah, just and so to send then it. you just kind of put it on cruise and then you can lay down for 20 minutes. If I you mean, want. that would be great if that is when I fell asleep. <laughs> However, that's not my story. Would you like the real story? I would love the real story, please. <clears throat> okay, so you really do say that spiel over and mm-hmm. over yeah. and over. Oh my goodness. Lindsay, do you remember I used to talk in my sleep and I would say this feel <laughs> in my sleep? <laughs> I would say, thank you. Watch your step. Have a great day. Watch your step. Watch your head. Have a great day. <laughs> Lindsay and I are roommates. So you got to hear all that. Anyway, you go around and around and around. Ugh. I was tired this one day and it was midday, like sun is shining. And I was tired and thinking about, you know, like my grocery list or the laundry I needed to do or something. And I entered that cave that you're talking about. And you're not supposed to talk. You put your mic down and you just kind of cruise through and you like point and let people just look and ooh and ah or whatever. And, and I had a good boat. I mean, I had good people on my boat on that trip. And we, so when you come out of that uh, temple cave thing. It's into the elephant bathing pool, which yeah. a lot of people love that part of the ride. And we can talk about that later about that. It wasn't in the movie. Oh gosh. So I come out of the cave and that's when you're supposed to start talking again. Like, Oh my goodness. And I hear people on my bed going, Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, what? I just Look, been everyone. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I was like halfway through and I had to slow my boat down so nobody got squirt with the, you know, the elephant trunk squirt water. And I had to like slow my boat real fast and pick up the microphone and be like, Woo, hey guys, check this out. Like perk myself right up. I mean, I flat out like eyes closed. Just Chill. took a short nap. I know. I know. I'm not proud of it. But it but did it happen. It happened. It happened. It happened. It tell happened. every tell everybody what makes a good boat. What makes good passengers? Well, I mean, for sure, people who laugh yes. and not just like there are plenty of boats of people because it's cheesy, corny. It is, you know. But yeah. there are a lot of people that are like, ah, oh, you know, mm-hmm. like roll their eyes and moan. But there are people that sort of chuckle and. And laugh and go for it. And and when the kids mm-hmm. think it's funny or the parents are encouraging the kids and not just like tapping out for the ride, but like, oh, look, you know, showing their kids and they're involved. It's that was fun. And I remember one of my boats when I was you kind of lob out a couple softballs right there at the beginning as yeah. you're starting. Like, yeah. let's see what kind of crew I have yeah. on this boat here. Yep. And so you kind of lob a couple jokes out. And I had my back to them as I was like turning a corner or something. And I was talking. And whatever joke I threw out there, I mean, like, 
lots of real good laughter oh, and, great and was surprised. I was surprised. I remember it kind of turning around like, whoa, hey, <laughs> y'all are easy. And, but that, that really, like people who really were just genuinely tickled really yes. laughed and they yes. were, they were the fun boats and they yes. kind of com- like chatted with you, you know, right. interacted with you. They were really fun. Right. Do you remember a joke that you always liked that kind of killed every time you said it? I mean, I have a couple. I would say one of my favorites, and I think I might have stolen this from (laughs) you. I don't remember. (laughs) Is you go into the African veldt and you turn this corner and, oh, ah, there's big um, giraffes and lots of neat animals. And over in this little den, big rock area, um, there is clearly a pride of lions eating a dead zebra and we would go oh how cute <laughs> look at the nice lions watching over that sleeping zebra and it got a laugh almost every time almost every time that's what makes it funny because the kids aren't going to be scared or they may not know or whatever. And the parents are like, <laughs> with, yeah. with the time in that same area, I don't know what it was, but the ducks would come in and, and swim around. Oh, like and, the real ducks. Yes. <laughs> and I would, I would go, they're animatronic. They really are. They're not real. And the parents would go, there's, they really? Uh, and I would go, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not real. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I do remember that. I'd forgotten that. And I, and I don't have that part written in my scrapbook. <laughs> but I do remember no. that you used to do that. I probably stole that from you too. They also, at the end, I think what helps too is if you have one pun joke, it's kind of like, uh, but if you can pour it on and mm-hmm. on and on and on, it, it will get people laughing because you're not letting it go. Yeah, they so have to give in. They, have to give, they in. have to give in. And yeah. at the very end, there was this, um, I don't know, native looking man who we, we called Chief Nami, but then it later changed to Trader Sam. Trader Sam, yeah. But Chief Nami was because you were supposed to fill in the blank with a name, N-A-M-E, and, and it somehow just like Chief Nami, and so that stuck because that's a very jungle thing to do. But sometimes when it, maybe you had a wheelchair person getting out of the boat, you'd kind of stack up. So you'd have to come up with a lot of material at the end. Yeah. And so if I was stuck in front of this native guy his, who was Chief Nami, um, I would say, oh, everybody meet Chief Nami, and he's holding shrunken heads. Yes. And so you say, he's our head salesman in the jungle. He's got a special <laughs> today. Two of his heads for only one of yours. Anyway, you slice it, you come out ahead, and you just keep going and keep, keep going. going and keep going. And then you got a laugh. And then at the end, we've reached the most dangerous and terrifying part of our journey, docking the boat. If you see, we have a dock on the left, a dock on the right. We call that a paradox. You'll also have a jungle cruise skipper helping you out on the left, on the right. We call them a pair of dorks. And <laughs> see, you laugh. This lady, one time, a skipper lady who was older, got oh, I so remember. mad at me for calling her a dork in front of all those people. And then I oh, felt bad. Oh, but I anyway. Mean, 
It's all in good, clean fun at the Jungle it Cruise. It is. And we would even, you know, now they have the Jingle Cruise, which is a Christmas, Christmas. version of everything. And it's darling. And they, you know, at the That's end, you're, you're supposed to say, off your seats, on your feet, back out to those Magic Kingdom streets. If you catch that three o'clock parade, no. Yeah. <laughs> It'll <laughs> drag you all the way to Main Street. Make sure to let it go. It'll drag you all the way to Main Street. Yeah. And then watch your step, watch your head, watch your step, watch your head. If you happen to miss your step and hit your head, lower your voice, watch your language. This is a family attraction. We'd like to keep it that way. That you always like, got a laugh. Yes, it always did. And um, make like Santa and leave my presence. Oh, um, I didn't did hear that. that in, in December. But I also remember something about make sure to take all your belongings, including your children, if yes. you don't, we take them all the way over to It's a Small World and nail them to the ground and make them hula for the rest <laughs> of the day or something like that. One thing that I remember um, not liking about the jungle was the very monochromatic outfit that uh, we had that was all beige because you and I are very white, pasty I, people. I am very khaki. Yes. And so wearing full khaki, I don't own khaki anymore. <laughs> I, I have not either. owned khaki since 1998. Me, me neither. No, nine. Yeah, because of the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Me neither. It's just so monochromatic. So you and I committed to a bold lip. Yes. We, <laughs> that's when Revlon Color Stay was really making um, a name for itself. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I wore a nice full coverage foundation in that Florida heat. Color Stay also. And a bold lip. Mm-hmm. And I believe as a redhead, I had to find just the right one. We couldn't share lipsticks. And I, man, if I'd thought about it before we started this podcast, I could have looked up the color. <laughs> it was a very popular color. It was, it, we had a bold lip. Mm-hmm. We also wanted to put flowers on our helmets because we just wanted to feminize feminine yes feminize feminize things up (laughs) and we got in trouble because they were fake and everything had to be real so we would kind of traipse through in the mornings and sort of pick real flowers here and there and stick them in our hats because we just wanted on your hat some sort of color just (laughs) something i know we got away with that for a long time though we We really did yeah, we wore those fake flowers for a good long while, and then mm-hmm. we got called into a meeting. Like, um, <laughs> we need to talk. The other thing that I think is interesting about the Jungle Cruise working there is that we had the only outside uh, break room of anybody in Magic Kingdom because oh, I think yes. we were out in the sun, so they didn't want us to go inside, outside, inside, outside because we'd all be passing out. So we just had that we were at we we were actually in the jungle with jungle all around us. So it we didn't was. have any heat. But the thing that I found most interesting is that our break room you could see the end of the three o'clock parade line, and so there's this big, huge yellow line near our break room. And once your float crossed over that big yellow line, that meant that you were out of sight of yes. people in the park. Yeah, And I don't know if you remember this, but it was Belle and the Beast and they were on this big, huge float and they crossed that line and Belle would start ripping apart the Beast's outfit and they're trying to get that guy out of that hot, 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 hot Mm -hmm. costume that was full of ice and people would grab him and give him water and everything. I always had fun. I know that poor guy. So it's so many people passing out in the summer parades who had to be head to toe gazelles when the Lion King float or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were hot. hot. But anyway, let's talk about the, let's talk about the movie. We, the movie I was told 
again by 47,000 people. Are you so excited this movie is coming out? But I want to say it was like a year and a half ago where people were Mm -hmm. saying this is coming out and then COVID ruins everything. Be honest. I know you're always honest. I hate when people say that. Tell me the (laughs) truth. (laughs) Did you think this movie was going to be a hot mess? I did. I had big doubts about this. I did too. And what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts now? I loved it. I loved it too. And as Jungle Christopher, some people say, do you love it because you were a part of that culture? Maybe yes, but you have people in your life who've seen it. We went with three other people who've seen it. They also loved it, right? Yes, exactly. It was very fun. And I, I know that The Rock has done, Dwayne Johnson has done other goofy bits yeah. and parts and movies and but I still wasn't sold on him mm. as the skipper but he was perfect. perfect he did such a great job and it, he was awesome and yes. um so I he really won me over as far as his his part goes um I think so two things one having worked on the jungle cruise you just appreciate some of the things that happen in the movie or that you see in the movie because you worked there. And so it doesn't change for anybody else. It's not like you aren't going to understand the movie or something like that. It's just things that make that feel nostalgic and were so fun to notice. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was great, but you know, my husband took my 13 year old son and neither of them. Well, I guess my husband has been on the, on the ride at some point, but yeah, Sam, my kiddo, hasn't, and they both really liked it. And there were no, you know, foggy parts of the movie just because they hadn't right you know, known but, the ride. And, and Gardell is a a hard critic, I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he just yeah. liked it. Sam is thirteen. Yes. This this is another question that people have been asking me since it is PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Is it? scary or is it appropriate for a nine, 10 year old? What you have, what, 13, 11, 13, 11, almost nine and six. Yeah. Almost seven. Mm -hmm. So, um, I really think it depends on your kid Mm -hmm. and what they can handle. My 13 year old was, he was fine, but, um, I know one of my kiddos would maybe be, there are four kind of icky guys in the movie Mm -hmm. and they it's weird stuff like snakes crawling under their skin yes it's that kind of thing and like a half eaten away guy yes bees Um, and one is lots of bees one is frogs and mud um yeah and it's weird it's like a frog will jump out of his eye so it's creepy and gross and so if you have a kiddo who is more visual mm-hmm. you know then yeah I would look up those images online and yes. see if you think your kiddo could handle that just as a disclaimer if you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean and how the people are you know kind of half human half not and they can they can morph remember the second one I think where the guy's beard was made of he was half oh, octopus uh-huh. or something yeah. so it's kind of creepy and and there are some kind of killing type things but there's no blood or gore or anything like mm-hmm. that but it like Jill said it's the image of this creepiness that yeah. is and then you said there was another thing too <laughs> that made it PG-13 there yes so there's one part where um, one of the characters just in 
talking to the rock is <laughs> like one line after the next that's coming out of his mouth has innuendo, sexual innuendo, but it is. Tell, really tell us what they are. Tell us what they are. <laughs> this is all, I mean, if you have a 10 year old in your car right now, just hit the little 30 second mark and then just tell us what hit, they are. Yeah. Fast forward or <laughs> turn the volume down or whatever. Um, well, but then it's, it. but then I'm going to say, well, okay. I won't say what's happening in the right. scene, but um, but it's em- Emily, Blunt, Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt's brother, is Lily, and her brother Lily. is on the Jungle Cruise with her in yes. the rock, and his name is McGregor. McGregor, and he's funny. He brings some good comedy so, to the to such the good comedy. He's great. I I really liked his character actually, me too. and his fashion. And oh my god, <laughs> it was funny. But um, so he's making com- He's trying to help, and at one point he's saying, "Do you need to?" Do you need to bite down on my stick? <laughs> Do you need to me to get behind you and just wiggle it a little bit? <laughs> so he has several lines, like kind of one after the next after the next that he says. And some kids might get that. and Or maybe you don't want them to hear that. I think for some of my kids, that would go right over their head and they wouldn't get it at all. I have a feeling that my son, Sam, was probably giggling his way through that part of the movie. So like a junior high boy does. Um, so, but that's the only, those are the only things I can think of is that one part. And then um, the, the gross kind of creepy yeah. guys. Yeah. 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 I personally did not look at my watch one time wondering, mm-hmm. is it almost over? It's right yeah. around two hours, maybe a, a smidge over two hours. Oh, was it? Okay. it was, it was, it was great. The beginning that you see with the rock and he's taking a cruise. He's, he has people on his boat and he's taking a cruise is, Ugh. is straight up the jungle cruise. It is even, so this is, you know, talking about it can feel nostalgic for somebody that was a skipper on the jungle cruise. There's when you're on the ride and I understand that they've changed the ride now, but yes. there's a giant Python that's all wrapped in this tree, like on the ride. Yeah. And your boat, the track, our boats are on a track, yeah. by the way. We don't <laughs> actually drive the boats. Um, and it kind of feels like you're heading right to that python. And then your boat swer- kind of swerves and turns away from it. Right. Um, and they even did that in the movie where it just keeps heading right towards this snake. And it was, those are the kinds of things that were like, oh, it's like the ride. Mm-hmm. And um, Trader Sam wears a top hat. Yes. On the ride, or Chief Nami, as we mm-hmm. called him back then. Trader Sam wears a top hat, and that's part of the movie. Yeah. It doesn't change anything about the movie. It doesn't make you not understand it, but it does make you go, oh my gosh, they included the top hat. You know? Yes. It's, so. it's a sweet little nod for those people who know. And it mm-hmm. was clear that the it was important for them to have somebody who knows the in and ins and outs and in intricacies of the jungle cruise mm-hmm. ride to be a part of the production of the movie. So that yeah. that's, that's very Disney to do yeah. that. And I that's thought great. that was, that was awesome. So it was. Okay. I think we've reached the end of our podcast. I hope everyone had fun of all my listeners today. You guys have definitely been the most recent. Oh, and if you did have fun, remember this was the, I hate green beans podcast. And my name is Jill. If you didn't have fun, my name is Lindsay, and this is a lesser known 
less popular podcast. <laughs> so cheesy. Attention skippers, please urge your passengers to disembark on the starboard side of the boat. That's the side closest to the dock, if you pull in bow first. Attention passengers, please urge your skippers to pull into the dock, bow first. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I hope you enjoyed your trip around the jungle. I had such a good time. I'm going to go again and again and again. Any passengers with experience in piloting a riverboat should give their name to the skipper upon boarding, just in case. The Jungle Cruise has been brought to you today by the Hippo Farmers of America. Hippos, the other white meat. Ladies and gentlemen, please exit the boat the way you entered, pushing and shoving. Fishing from the sides of the Jungle Cruise boats is strictly prohibited. Unless, of course, you happen to be fishing a relative out of the crocodile-infested waters of the Nile River. We've laughed, we've cried, we've almost died. I love you like family. Now get out. I'm sorry, that was rude. Until we're together again, love you mean it. Texas forever. For sale. Late model war canoe. Hand-carved, wood interior, dual paddles, and naturally air-conditioned. Interested parties should respond through the grapevine.